Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Something we've all heard about. I know you have. You're a political bunch that listen to this show and you've probably heard all the fuss about critical race theory, right? Primarily it came out of the United States, but it bounces around in Canada too, because that's the way it works. Um, Actually, you know, it was the deciding factor in at least one election recently in the U.S. Um, The main election issue, despite the fact, and it was repeatedly pointed out during that campaign, it's not really an issue, especially when it comes to, you know, K to 12 schooling anywhere. It's not an issue. Uh, It isn't isn't some universities, absolutely, but whatever. We know how these discussions get very political, they get very heated, and sometimes, you know, the facts get abandoned, and and we just sort of follow things down rabbit holes. But, um, oh, feminism is another one, too. You know, critical race theory and feminism taking over our education system. That's all they talk about in universities. These kids are getting all this woke indoctrination, and it's turning them into a bunch of lefties. Uh, I already got some texts from people saying, my kid went to university, and now she's a lefty. Um, Is it true? Is it true? Um, let's find out. We're going to chat now with Micah Sondarji. Um, uh, Micah is a assistant professor in international development and global studies at the University of Ottawa. Micah, thanks so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Thanks for the invitation. You know, we talk about these things as if there's some unknown quantities, you know, things that take place behind closed doors, almost in secret, but we can actually take a look at what's being taught in these schools, right? I mean, the, 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 the curriculum, the syllabi, it's all, it's all public. Kids look into it before they sign up for their courses. This stuff isn't secret. You can actually investigate this, right? Exactly. So that's what I did. <laughs> um, so I studied, so I was surprised by people saying that, as you said, like it's the race theory or post-colonial stuff and feminism is taking over our universities. And then you talk, you would think that in international relations, the field I'm in, you would talk about that all the time because it's about relations between countries of different race and ethnicity and uh, everyone, so male and females and all that. But actually, it's not the case in, in syllabi. It's really rarely tackled, actually. Okay, so give us the parameters of your work here. What did you look into? Mm-hmm. Where was it? What were you investigating? So I circumscribed to what the Western world, so Canada, the United States, and Europe, in terms of introduction to international relations, so undergrads. Because it's often done in, in grad school, in the course where we're seeing about race or colonialism, it's often in, in grad school. Yeah. But what do we actually teach our, our, the younger ones? You know, the, what is the basics of, uh, political science or sociology, and so that's what that's what I looked at. Fifty syllabi by men and women uh, in Western countries. Okay, so let's start with uh, let's start with feminism. What did you find out? <laughs> Are we being inundated by feminist indoctrination in our campuses? Well, actually, so that was that's why I, I started the research because when I was trained in political science, I noticed that you know we often have this women's week, this one week where we talk about women or gender, and then the rest of the semester we don't talk about it. So what I found was actually worse. I was going to try to prove that it's a practice that's often uh, used by instructors, but actually 27 out of the 50 syllabi, so more than half, 
simply do not mention gender at all. Not in readings, not in descriptions of se- sessions, uh, either in when it's a semester course or a year course. So, And then uh, in the rest of those who, who do talk about it, most of them do it in one week. So it's really not a generalization of, you know, gender approaches to the full year. It's really compartmentalized when it is tackled, but most of the time it's, it's simply not. What about race? Critical race theory, race, colonialization, all those sorts of things. How often are you seeing that? Well, it's even worse than feminism. So if feminisms are in uh, 13, uh, 23 syllabi of, out of 50, race or post-colonialism is only in... Uh, 10 syllabi. So it's really, in, its, in international relations, it would be normal, quote-unquote, to talk about those issues because it's really important in uh, our country's function. And even in a field where it's supposed to be normal, it's not. So only one syllabi speaks of colonization, uh, and no syllabi talk about, for example, slavery, but half the syllabi talk about the Cold War. And it's not just because the Cold War was more recent, because decolonial processes... Uh, independence processes have, have been going on up to 1999, so way after the Cold War, and there are still colonial countries now, which could be considered, it should be considered as international relations, but they're still not talked about. There's no syllabi out of 50, not even one, talking about indigenous topics, which it's nation-to-nation uh, topics and, and, and perspectives, but it's not it's not tackled. So it, it, it was surprising to me even that even in a field where it's supposed to be talked about, it's not. That, that's interesting to me. I mean, I went to university back in like 1989, 1990, in around that time period. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm assuming, in fact, I would be shocked if there wasn't much more emphasis on things like race and gender and all these sorts of issues that we talk about in society more often now than we did when I was in university. I, I would be shocked if they aren't included more in university coursework work um well yeah that's the point because we talk about it much more and you'll see in the news and you'll see students you know claiming uh, or asking for more representativity you'll see more inclusion you'll see more racialized and and women scholars hired as professors so it gives an impression that it's everywhere but actually and so it gives the impression that we are indoctrinating our kids in universities but it's actually not the case in terms of syllabi so that's what i looked at i mean for sure there's an evolution for sure we're talking more about it maybe and that's what some professors told me maybe in class they they'll talk yeah. about it a bit a bit more but it's in what is considered um, the basics of a field, what is written down on the syllabi and who is assigned, uh, it's mainly male and, and Western. So it's really, it's a fear that is understandable, um, but it's still not the case. But like you say, I mean, there could be some gray area. It's not to say if it's mm-hmm. not in the syllabi, it never comes up in class. Of course it could. Sure. Sure, but it's the same as saying uh, I'm only going to assign white men uh, to read for my students, and then I'll maybe mention a black scholar during my class. But I think it's important to write down, to give an idea to students that, you know, these are important. It's not just something I can mention on the passing. These people have been writing writing, uh, scholarship and research since, you know, as long as, as white men have been doing it. But so it's it's really what we put inf- emphasis on and what we give importance to and, and who we value. So it's what I looked at is the presence of theories and approaches and topics. But it's also because the, the presence or the inclusion of non-Western and non-male scholars, that's been done 
everywhere in terms of research and in international relations syllabi, we still see that 80% of assigned texts are written by men. So that's a statistic that uh, exists. So what I wanted to do is see, okay, well, despite, you know, what gender, what race people are, what do we tell our students? That is really interesting. Uh, I, I appreciate the conversation very much, Micah. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. That is Micah Sondergy, who is an assistant professor in international development and global studies at University of Ottawa.